the college football experience, Oklahoma Sooner season preview on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, presented by WinBet. Get started today, and you get a risk-free bet up to five hundred dollars. Terms and conditions apply. Get the details at winbet.com. That's W-Y-N-N-Bet.com, and download the app today. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's number one app to buy and sell sports bets. Use the promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to $500 in bonus cash. That's PropSwap.com, promo code SGP. We're also brought to you by Underdog. Make sure you head over to UnderdogFantasy.com and use the promo code SGPN for a free $25. Yes, you can use the uh, free $25 to enter their Best Ball Mania 2. First place in Best Ball Mania 2 gets a million dollars. That's right. Sign up now for a free shot at a million dollars. Drafts are happening constantly, and it's not just NFL. They also have NBA, MLB, and more. UnderdogFantasy.com, promo code SGPN for your chance to win a million dollars. We're also brought to you by the SGPN app. Yes, of course. Don't forget to download the SGPN app in the App Store or Google Play Store today. This is Brian Bosworth, aka the Boz, and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride, brother. Peace out, Boz out. Yes. Welcome. Welcome to the college football experience. Oklahoma sooner season preview. My name is Colby swinging Dan to base Dan, AKA pick done D that's not a pick. This is a pick and I'm joined by my co-host, former JMU Duke defensive back. Give it up for the burrito eating sideline kiss stealing wheeling and dealing Patty C in the place to be. Hi. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Finally, it feels amazing to have this plan at the right time. Yes, man. Because the Oklahoma Sooners, that's the first thing you think of. That's right. That beautiful head Switzer or Bosworth. That bright blonde hair. Stoops. I don't know who, but I mean, come on, let's get the Dundee music because this look, if you have been an Oklahoma fan, you're going to say this year, this year, and your defenses have failed you and you keep losing these regular season games. Let's this is the Oklahoma Sooners that everyone knows, right? This is a team that when you look at Spencer Rattler, when you look at this backfield, that's loaded, this offensive line is great. The wide receiving core is amazing. And Alex Grinch is making a difference on the defensive side of the ball. There's a lot of reasoning for anyone saying, Hey, Oklahoma can win the national championship this year. I'm buying into it. You're buying into it. Hey, kind of crazy. now there's talk that they're going to join the sec, perhaps Patty C Oklahoma and Texas in the sec. I think it'd be a terrible move for them. Yes. Mm. Financially it might, it might work out, but I'm saying your chances of making the playoffs. Yeah. Are destroyed. I mean, well, even unless it's the 12 team playoff, mm-hmm. if it's four, if we're definitely at 12, but if yeah, I'll tell you this, if you're going to join and, and we're not going to have the 12 team till 2026. Yeah. You're not going to make the playoffs. I even probably. think in, in that situation, it hurts because 
say you get you're getting LSU, Texas. Uh, who else would be Bama? Oh, A and M. Oh yeah, oh, right. The, assuming that they break the divisions, yeah. up and put Alabama and East, Auburn. West. Yeah, yeah. You put Alabama and Auburn in the East. You're at, at the very least getting LSU, uh, A and M, and uh, Texas in your division play every year. Then cross division, you're likely to draw Florida, Georgia, Bama, or Auburn. Probably two of them. You know, depending yeah. on how many games you're gonna be playing. It's a bit different than than Kansas and Baylor. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. Um, you're taking three losses in a year instead of two, like you've done for the last 55 years. Then maybe you don't make the playoff, and or maybe you're at, on the road in the playoff. You know, and hmm. so I don't know that it necessarily benefits you. You've been in the playoff uh, three of the last four years. You're in a good spot right now. And let me ask you this, Cole: Does a national championship victory this year potentially save the Big 12 for? Uh, Probably not, but but I, I mean, it's got to help some. I mean, the 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 feeling that the Big Twelve isn't marketable enough to. What if, uh, whether it was Heather Dinich, I think that said this that uh, the, the if there was a conference to get two in this year, she thinks it would be the Big Twelve with o- Oklahoma State and Iowa State. That would be interesting. I mean, now if two got in, maybe a major major move for the Big Twelve still. Uh, financially there, they, I mean, for, from, if I re- understood that post, you showed me that Twitter post, it was part of the reason that this uh, a league isn't viable right now is they didn't even try to like get a, an early, uh, jump on the, uh, TV deals. Yeah. Well, that's speculation. I don't know. I don't, I have no idea, man. Well, there's yeah. been speculation about this, what's going on there for a long time that they, they're just waiting for 2024 for the, their current contract to blow up or whatever it is. Uh, so, I mean, I don't know if there's smoke where there's, uh, where, if there's fire where that smoke has been, but it does seem like there's been a lack of contentment for a long time. Talk of them going to the pac 12, et cetera. So maybe it's finally coming to fruition here. Yeah. And I think that the, the, the real per, perhaps savior, if Texas and Oklahoma stay in the big 12 will be, I think that they can need a new commissioner in the Big 12 and I think they need to quickly work out a TV deal. But I also think Texas and Oklahoma might think for themselves about potentially saying, "Hey, you know, we're probably better off like you said, you kind of make a good point there." I don't know it's the smartest move for your football program or basketball if program. Winning is a concern. Yeah. Right. Let me ask you this. Longhorn Network. That was the sticking point with the Big 12. That's I think what has cost them a lot of their TV deals. I'm not like versed really well versed on the ins and outs of it, but I think that was that impacted their ability to bargain. The fact that the Longhorn Network was going to be keeping their money, and I don't think ESPN was going to be able. To, I mean, I, th- I guess is the Longhorn Network through the ESPN. I'm a little in the dark. On I think this. so. Yeah. Okay. So maybe maybe there is something that they could work out. Either way, winning on the field would go a long way to making this conference viable long term. So. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's a strange time for college football. Uh, I I you know love this sport so much, and I know we're getting off the the track here. We're supposed to be talking sooner football, but I I don't I don't even know if it's a good move or a bad move for. I mean, part of me is like, well, oh, you'd see Texas and Texas A and M again. That's great. But I, I I I am scared a little bit for the future of the sport. You're going to be making huge money. I just don't know that your recruiting is going to get any better than it has been. I mean, uh, Oklahoma's recruiting over the past uh, five cycles: eight, nine, six, twelve, and ten. Maybe slightly better, 
but you're not I, Alabama's I still going to be that. there. Yeah. Ohio state's yeah. still going to be there. All these like straight blue blood programs are going to be there. You're probably going to be at the same spot. Only your competition is going to be harder. And I would assume the big 12 would then disintegrate. Cause I, I don't think Cincinnati and, and these other schools, it's funny. I don't think they would find value in joining the big 12, especially if the 12 team playoffs looming, why even make that yeah. commitment um, without Texas and Oklahoma? Being yes. There. Yes. Um, Let's get to the the Sooners on the field this year, though, because one thing we know is Lincoln Riley has done a decent job. Almost, I compare it to almost like Ryan Day. I, look, and I'm an East Carolina guy. Yeah, I I am a big fan of Lincoln Riley. I want to see him win a national championship, but I also feel like, can we really say he's a top five coach when when you're st- like to me even more so than Stoops, you're dropping a lot of these. You know, I feel like K State's a thorn in their side. Now that might have been the case even actually with Stoops too. But in Iowa State, I still think he's doing a good job. But I just don't understand how people are putting him in the top four or top five. And I'm a fan of Lincoln Riley. Yeah, I mean, three of uh, Stoops' last four seasons, top six finishes. Right? There was one where they shit the bed, went eight and five. But other than that, eleven and two, eleven and two, eleven and two. Well, guess what? They've been for the last three years, or prior to this past year, yeah. twelve and two. Obviously, COVID shortened season nine and two, but he's had three top six finishes in that. Uh, Lincoln Riley's basically done the same thing that Stoops has been doing. Yeah, so I mean, and and he should be commended for that. I'm not saying he's doing a bad job. I'm just saying I don't understand. I know he's very uh, skilled when it comes to dialing up an offense, but the fact is, you lost to a K State team in Norman that didn't have their defensive backs essentially. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like that was a bad loss to me. Uh, fluke, sure, yeah. but it's two times in a row. Climbing is two and zero oh against true. you. If you you're know? a truly elite, elite coach, you don't lose that. That's like uh, Kirby Smart and uh, Mark Richt. They basically do the same thing, you know, and they choke at the same time. Are they just? Are, is that a good coach, or is that just the coach of a really talented team? I, I mean, it, I think it's just may, that's a great question to ask. Uh, but you think Lincoln Riley's pretty darn I good. I think he's though. good. And I loved, I, I was one that was very bullish on the Alex Grinch hire. It's funny. Grinch struggled at Ohio state, but he was great at Wazoo with Leach and, and Leach and, and Riley go back. But I thought Grinch needed more time at Ohio state. It was there just one, one year. year. Yeah. Um, and I, I think he's, a, I think he's a game changer. I think, and it showed last year, Oklahoma's defense was really good last year. It yeah. started to turn that corner that we finally were waiting for. And this year's their real chance to to do it. I mean, Spencer Rattler. What was your assessment on Spencer Rattler year one as a starter? Amazing. I thought he was great. I mean, he yeah, he struggled early, and there's uh especially the K State game. Well, he know. got benched in one of them. Was it the uh, te- I think it was a Texas game. He got benched and then came back and and really looked poised and and led the uh, Sooners to a, a overtime win. They almost lost that game. Yeah, I mean, there were some freshman kinks he had to work out. Obviously, maybe it's just the arm talent that's so. Spectacular. Let me ask you this though. I, I look. I, I, you can, we're going to analyze the roster in a second here. But do you think they trip up again? Look at this in the schedule. regular season because it's been kind of a calling card of Lincoln Riley is to lose one. Yeah. M- you know, maybe two games in the regular season. Yeah, it's true. Uh, <laughs> all of their losses under Lincoln Riley have been by. Uh, three or in the last three years, I should say one of those, though, they buttered it up. K state was whooping their ass in Manhattan and they, with Jalen hurts and they came back late and, yeah. and got a couple onside kicks to, I think to make that game pretty it up. A little yeah. Bit. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, on the flip side of that, I want to say, weren't they, I want to say they were whipping uh, K state last yes, year. Yes, they were. They and were. then K state came and closed the gap and got the W. So um, 
I think all, all that to say, he plays really mostly very close games in conference. And I think they might just have enough pieces and enough experience. Oh, this is his best team he's ever had. Yeah. I think I can say that without a doubt. Yeah. And that's why Sooner fans should be, you know, ecstatic about the, the, the season coming, you know, looking, looking into the season. It's what, funny to say that with two Heisman quarterbacks on your yeah, roster. Yeah, I mean those other teams were good. It was just the defense had a lot of question marks. There were certain uh, I don't know, but I'm saying like they, this is by far his most talented roster well, coming into it. Last four years scoring defense, sixty eight, uh, ninety seven. Wait, I'm looking at Oklahoma State. Sorry, sixty eight one oh one, sixty four. And then now twenty eight last year, so a major yeah. jump. Yeah, major that, jump. that is a that's the that's what the the Grinch hire was. It was a great hire. Yeah. Uh, but the offense. Let, let's let's get into this. I mean, Oklahoma's won what six straight uh, Big Twelve championships. Patty C. That's tied with uh, that's tied with Clemson for the longest conference streak in the nation. But let's let's dive into this here. Spencer Rattler is back. He might be the nation's best quarterback. There's Sam Howell talk. There's Matt Corral talk. There's on a very short list uh, though. Malik Willis. But yes, he, he definitely is the real deal. Yeah. Uh, running back wise, they have a slew of great running backs. Whether it's Kennedy Brooks or whether it's Eric Gray, the transfer from Tennessee. And that's another thing to highlight is they have a slew. Of, of transfers from Tennessee yeah. on this team. They're basically the Tennessee or the, uh, the Oklahoma Vols um, cleaned them out. Yes. And they, they even brought in I, I, uh, an LSU running back too. Uh, that, that, that actually looked pretty impressive in, in the short time that, that we saw him play at LSU. And that was Cavantre Bradford. The running back field is loaded. The receiving core is absolutely loaded. Even losing Charleston Rambo to to Miami, I still think you're sitting there. Hey, Marvin Mims, Theo Weiss, uh, your tight end Austin Stogner is one of the best in the nation. They also have some other wideouts. They went out to uh, to grab Mike Woods from Arkansas. They also have uh, Stoops' son. I mean, this t- Drake Stoops. I mean, this is a loaded, yeah. loaded team, Patty C. Absolutely um, loaded receiving core. Uh, the tight, like I said, including the tight end, that's just a, a loaded receiving core. The offensive line could be the best in the nation. Um, adding some of these key players, Wanya Morris, four-star transfer from Tennessee, um, Tyrese Robinson, Marquise Hayes. They're, they're basically have, it's misleading. You see three of five starters back on the O line, but it's really more than that because of the transfer portal. Um, I, I, this team is just loaded, man. Uh, the offense last year was number six in scoring offense, 49th in rushing. So I do expect the rushing offense to improve with the the depth they have at, at the running back spot and another year of think, experience uh, and the improvement of the offensive line. Losing Trey Sermon obviously was a. Uh, well, he went to Ohio State. I know. Yeah, okay. So that blow, you, we saw how good he was for Ohio State. You yeah. know, rushed for like 500 yards in the uh, Big Ten championship game. So. Uh, I think with hopefully a full season to, you know, get their running back reps or a full off season, yeah. then, you know, they will be improved on that front. Uh, this offense is loaded. I was going to say, yeah, 49th rushing. They will be improved on that front 14th passing 11th overall. I expect those numbers to go up. Yeah. Uh, that was Rattler's first year too, as a starter. So those numbers, I expect them to be in the top five. Listen to these scoring offenses over the last four years, three, one, uh, six and Six, yeah, that's fire. They freaking moved that's the ball fire. under Riley. Uh, defensively, they return a ton, Patty C. And and once again, I mean, returning nine starters on this defense, they're only going to get better. And that's another thing. They had some players suspended the first couple of games of the season last year. Getting those guys back, I mean, this 
their, their whole entire defensive line is back. Patty see their whole entire linebacking core is back. Their only changes are in the secondary um, where they're breaking in two new starters in the secondary. But I, I just think they're going to pick up the, the pace here. I mean, they're, they're going to be better than because the numbers are indicating a lot of the season where they had players suspended. They had issues there. This is going to be a better defense, a much better defense. And I mean, they charted 29th in scoring offense or 28th, as you said, scoring offense, a ninth rush defense last year, top 10 run defense at Oklahoma. That hasn't happened in a long time. Uh, 83rd passing defense. That's got to get a little better and it will get a little better charting overall the big 12 though. They still throw the ball around in that conference. 29th overall though, in total defense. And I expect that to be a top 20 unit this year, man, you maintain that top five offense and throw in a top 20 defense. Lo and behold, you find yourself uh, in that championship hunt. Yeah, and and I mean the win total is at eleven. Patty C, at eleven. Well, every regular season that he plays, they win eleven. So it's understandable why they think that. Um, There's zero back-to-back away games on the schedule, Patty C. Do you find that ironic? I find that very predictable. Yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> they open up on the road at Tulane, which is a Odd game, but hey, kudos to to the Sooners. I know they were going to go at Army last year before the COVID Oklahoma, situation. I will give credit for. They're willing to go on the road in some dangerous games. Obviously, Houston, they didn't learn their lesson from that, and they kept doing it. And so that tells you they're not pussies. Yeah, yeah. Uh, at Tulane, on week principle. one though, they're uh, look. Pratt was a freshman quarterback at Tulane. I thought he looked strong, but come on, yeah, they're going to get waxed here, right? Yeah. Week two. In one of the dumbest games of the college football season, yeah, the the catamounts of Western Carolina traveling all the way to Oklahoma. Why is this game happening? You couldn't put fucking UTEP on the schedule, right? Catamounts one and eight in FCS football last year. This is a horrible game, Oklahoma. uh, That's the flip side of this. They schedule the worst FCS FCS team they can. They basically want to straight up buy. You know, maybe some stat pad. I hate that game. I hate that game. It should never happen. Yeah. Week three. they are home to Nebraska. Scott Frost, hot seat. They just hired Trev Alberts as their AD. Any chance Nebraska can see the fact is they're getting these guys at home, man. I thought maybe yeah. there'd be a chance for Nebraska if it was in Lincoln. Maybe next year. Maybe yeah. maybe if Frost gets it going. But West Virginia in week four. That should be a win. That's a little bit of a challenge. Could that be a sneaky one? Because I know they're going to circle in on that K State game, having the, the climb and be two and zero against yeah. Lincoln Riley. Well, that's the thing. Is like. You would think K State would be the look ahead game to Texas that they would sleep on, but since they've lost to K State twice in a row, they'll probably be fully focused on that and maybe sleeping on West Virginia. So, like you said, that could be the sleeper game. I still think they they get them. I don't know about that K State game though. I don't know about it either. Yeah, Manhattan's a wild place, man. Yeah, at a certain point, you just say, "Hey, maybe K State has their number." I think, I mean, it's always been a tough game for Oklahoma. I feel like back yeah. to the Sproles days. Remember they, they got them in the big 12 championship one year. Yeah. Certain teams have other teams numbers, you know, for whatever reason. I mean, I think Oklahoma's probably destroys the series, but I still think that like, it's still a, a just a tougher game than the, the talent clearly resides in Norman or with, with the Sooners, but you're just like, why does this team always give them fits? Yeah. Let me pull that series real quick. Last few games in that series. Um, yeah. K state. Well, Oklahoma had gotten four in a row before that, but then they uh, K state two of the th- previous three for that. So total uh, of the last nine, it's four and five and four for uh, Oklahoma. 
So <laughs> it's that's a dangerous a tough, series. It's a tough game. You know, I'm and look, I, I'm one to think that I Lincoln Riley's lost one game every year. I feel like they're going to lose one somewhere. So if I had to circle one, it would either be here or Texas. Yeah. Here's the thing too. Of those four losses, they were by five points, one point, seven points and three points. So K state nips them. And then Oklahoma, their wins in that were by 10, 55, 21 and 37 uh, in that stretch. So Oklahoma, if they're prepared for this game, yeah, they win big. If they're not, they could get caught. You got to figure they're ready, but I'm telling you, look, this game at the end of the third quarter in 19, just to give you an idea of the dress up. Yeah. It was 41 to 23. K state. Yeah. Going into the fourth quarter. Gotcha. It ended at a seven point game. Yeah. Play a little dress up. They were, they were definitely never like, I don't think they ever had the ball within what a touchdown. I think they got within a touchdown. They kicked it off yeah. and never got the yeah. ball back. So, but uh, so I'm going to say between this K state stretch and, and, and Texas, they're going to lose one um, K state game in Texas. Gosh, that would probably be the point of the season that they take the L Texas gives that uh, old adage credibility that, you know, throw out the record books when it comes to a rivalry game, they always play Oklahoma super tough as cliche as it may be to say that. And I expect this year to be no different. Uh, I, I I'll go with you. They'll lose one of those. Yeah. Okay. Then they come back uh, to Norman to take on TCU. That's kind of a sleep. That's, that's a sneaky game. Huge to get that last time this happened in Norman. It was a terrible spot. Yeah. And TCU might have won this game. Yeah. They might have won this game. Absolutely horrible spot in this game. And I know if you bring this up with Coach Patterson, yeah. he will he will remind you of that spot. <laughs> I'm sure he will. Um, I'll say this too. Max yeah. Duggan may not have the pro upside that uh, Rattler does, but as in terms of a college quarterback, I I put him in the same category. Max Duggan, I I really think he's awesome. Yeah. He yeah. can just because his wheels and TCU's a wild card this year. Yeah. They're a wild card. A lot of people think, you know, it's going to be Iowa State or maybe Texas in that Big 12 championship. I think people are forgetting about TCU, maybe even West Virginia or or perhaps Mike Gundy's bunch. But it's in Norman. Give this one to it's in Norman. I'm giving it to Oklahoma. Then they're at Kansas. Does Leopold by October 23rd have them playing competitively? <laughs> Not this competitively. Yeah. That's a loss. And then uh home to Texas Tech on October 30th. I don't think Texas Tech's very good. That's, yeah, that's a, win. a win. At Baylor, Baylor, you know, I did that Baylor pod. Go listen to that. I had a guy on for that covers Baylor, and he was saying the O line is not there yet. Mm. I think it's gonna be, could be a tough year for the Ooh. Bears. Not something you normally hear a, a beat writer or yeah. a, or a fan say about their own team. He thinks he can go. They can go six and six. Wow. Yeah. So well, then maybe they shellack them, but. It's in Waco, but Oklahoma coming off a bye, that's a win. Yes. And then you get the big one, November 20th, home to Iowa State. Campbell fucks with them because you want to talk about a close rivalry. I think Campbell what went for two and lost the last time in Norman. They went for two in the win. Yeah. So it was a good about to be uh, a tie. Well, about, the game was about to go to overtime. And he went for two in the win. A, yeah. uh, a a super dangerous game for Oklahoma. Um so, I mean, I'm going to favor Oklahoma the here. The fact that it's in Lincoln. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, or, that, uh Norman rather so I was Yeah. They're the same Lincoln team Riley, yeah. Norman, it, Oklahoma. It, yeah. yeah. Fucks with me. Uh That's that, what we need. We need a uh, Nebraska's coach to be named Norman and then I'm saying. we'll be completely fucked up. There's got to be a Norman. Do they, do kids still name their kids Norman? 
Do people, the Norm kids McDonald. name, their, yeah, Norm McDonald, Norman McDonald, let's go get out Norm there. McDonald to coach uh, fucking Nebraska. Norm from Cheers would would be a better head coach than Norm McDonald, <laughs> and I love Norm, but I don't think that's like a, a bold statement on your part. <laughs> uh, final game of the season at Oklahoma State, Patty C. What do you got there? That's that, another one. That's a weird one, me. but they normally fucked them up, dude. I mean, I know that they had the one where they missed the extra point. You know what? You know what this is, and, and the Michigan fans are going to hate to hear this. Michigan is now right. the Oklahoma You're right. state. You're right. That's, yeah. that's dead on. Yeah, accurate. They find a way to lose and they lose a lot to a team. They're almost as good as, so here's my problem though. So we're basically sitting at 11 and one, the yeah. number is 11. Yeah. If you had to lean one way, are you leaning on the over or the under? Well, they lost two in the regular season last year. I'm a, I don't know. I mean, this year is, but no, I'm leaning under, you know, I am too. Yeah, I am too. I still think they're going to be in the playoffs. I, I think they have a chance to win the national championship, but I also think they're more likely to go 10 and two than 12 and 0. just, but based on history. Yeah. When yeah. was the last time they completed a regular season undefeated? Yeah. Uh, you got to pull that up. Cause I don't have that information, but I mean, it's been, a, it has cool. been some time. I think, um, let me, let me also say this. Um, should Iowa State take the L in Norman, right? Oklahoma goes undefeated in the regular season, and then on a neutral site, Iowa State gets them, right? Does that twelve and one Oklahoma team still make the playoff? I think it depends what's going on with Georgia, Alabama, uh, perhaps Clemson. I'll say this though: I like, feel like if, if Clemson's sitting there with the same record as them, I think Oklahoma deserves it. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Much harder conference. Yeah. Um, here, here we have a little, uh, you know, as it fits their narrative, not, not the, the what real if Notre Dame sitting there and they didn't play the championship game and they go 11 and one. Yeah. Versus the 12 and one Oklahoma. Yeah. They'll give it to Oklahoma based on the uh, Will they? 13th data point because of recency. Well, and because they're both blue us we're really, uh, no, no, I'm saying uh, recency is the loss in the big 12 championship. Oh, Potentially, if if, yeah. if Oklahoma, if Notre Dame were to like, like shit the bed, what if Notre Dame's loss is like week four to Cincinnati Averaging or something? Tech, or yeah, averaging yeah, attack, and they win out the rest, and and then Oklahoma sitting at it would be in question. It would definitely be in question. The lack of a conference championship would be a tiebreaker that they could not give to, to Oklahoma. This is why we need a large playoff, Patty C. It is. I yeah. agree completely. Um, yeah, man. I don't know. I think I just, I'm curious about what would happen in that situation because I almost predict that to happen. I almost think Iowa state, I think it's going to be hard to beat them twice within three weeks. Cause that's another thing by moving this Iowa state game, which I feel like was always in October or late September. Yeah. This one's on November 20th. That that would be playing the same team in twice in three, in three weeks. weeks. Yeah. That's, that's very that's hard. Really to, hard. That's really hard to do, especially against a coach as good as Matt Campbell. Yes. I, I, I actually would project him. I would, I, I almost yeah. think that's going to happen. Yes. This year. I mean, I do think they, they take an L during the regular season. And so if that happens, that screws Oklahoma out of the playoffs. But uh, if they are able to run the table, then they still might have a chance, even with a loss to Iowa State in the playoffs. And especially because Iowa State, the Big 12, screwed them over and gave them two back to back road trips, if I'm not mistaken, correct? I think that sounds accurate. And yeah. at the very least, a, a much tougher little slate. And so I could see Iowa State having the Penn State thing where they lose two uh, games. Yeah, in the they do have season. two. I believe it's two. They have two back-to-back. Yeah. yeah. They, they'll lose two. And then uh, it'll be like Penn state who lost two, but got jumped by a Ohio state team that, you know, they beat. With so one yeah, I'm on the under two, man, as much as uh, like until it's like, prove it to me, 
prove it to me until like Lincoln Riley. I love you, man. You yeah. went, you had some great years at East Carolina, but I still need to see this week in week out. And it's not even a shot at him. It just means the big 12 is pretty. Yeah. Tough. No, the big 12, I think is actually underrated. Yeah. I think it's an underrated conference. Um, Kansas was the one layup. And I feel like even like a Texas tech and Baylor are that, capable of biting yes, you. Yes. Yeah. So, uh, all right, folks. Well, if you're a first time listening to the college football experience, make sure you subscribe. Cause we will be, pr- well, we are breaking down 130 podcasts for 130 teams, all of the FBS. And we'll even have some FCS out there too. With some 2.0s Boise state's got a 2.0 Liberty's got a 2.0. Maybe Oklahoma will have a 2.0 episode. But we will have you covered. We just had Phil Steele on the show, by the way, too, and he's very bullish on Oklahoma. Go check out uh, the 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 episode with Phil Steele. Um, but yes, I I, I really think uh, I really think you guys will enjoy listening to that episode. But also check out the college basketball experience. Yes, me, Patty C, NC Nick, talking college basketball year round on that feed. Oklahoma going out and getting Porter Moser. Love that hire. Like what he's bringing into the transfer portal. I think they're one of the most interesting teams in college basketball this year. So subscribe. We got you covered over there as well, uh, where we talk college basketball year round on the college basketball experience. I heard Nick's preview on that. Yes. Guys, Nick was very hyped on Oklahoma. Yeah, man. Get bringing in the Grove brothers from uh, Eastern Washington, I believe. Big things happening in North. Yes, yes, I like what's going on there. And then, uh, you know, make sure you subscribe to the college football experience. Here, we talk college football year round here. So, uh, as the season heats up, you know, we're gonna have game previews for all these big games. Uh, we will have you covered here. Me, Patty C, NC Nick. We handicap every single Division One college basketball and college football game. We've been doing it for over four years. We've never had a losing season as a collective, sure, but also independently. Patty C. She's never had a losing season in college football or college basketball guys betting every game against the spread. Same with me. Same with NC Nick. We're also way over 500 on our locks. We give you all of that for free on the SGPN app, which you should download for free at the app store or Google play store, because we do have that Phil Steele episode out. We do have several, several college football episodes out, whether it's this, the 130, we have a week by week preview looking at the college football season. We had Randy cross on talking college football. We've had a Mike Leach was on the show last week. So do that. Check it out. Uh, you'll enjoy it. And look, if you download that app, make sure you uh, give us a five-star review, say some nice things about us. And if you do that, take a screenshot of that review that you left, find me on Twitter at the Colby D give me a follow and, uh, and show me that screenshot essentially. And I'll send you a brand new college football experience t-shirt or college basketball experience, t-shirt, whatever you want. All right, just do it. Um, and uh, yeah, what else do we got going here? Uh, give Patty C a follow on Twitter at Patty C eight, three, one, give NC Nick a follow at NC underscore N I C K and give the college football experience a follow on Twitter, new to Twitter at TCE on SGPN. And don't forget to follow the sports gambling podcast network at the SGP network. And look, sometimes work will block you from having a lot of fun download the Slack app and get and check out the sports gaming podcast channel in there. A lot of fun talking every single sport. You want to know about bull riding? We got you covered in there, Boom. but I hate to say it guys, me and Patty C gone to my head. I think you guys are going to go 11 and one sooner fans. And I think you're going to be in the playoffs. Yeah. Right. However, the win total set at 11. If I had to pick a side of what side I'm going on, yeah. give me the under and the Sooners by a ne- I don't yeah. recommend 55, putting a lot of money on this. That, yes. Yeah. But um, they could easily go 12 and 0, but more likely, slightly more likely 10 and 2. Agreed. They're going to go 11 and 1. Yes. We'll see 
if that means they can push their way into the championship. Do you think they have a, a legit chance at winning the championship? I this do. Year? I do. I believe they, they could win the national championship this year. And okay. actually to tell you the truth, if you're telling me there's contenders that are in it every year, that's made college football so stale. You're I, rooting for it. I'm rooting for Oklahoma to win it all. If that's all we're left with is, is one of these six teams and Oklahoma is one of them. And they're the only one that hasn't gotten a real chance at it. Go Sooners, baby. There we go. Boomer Sooner. You heard it here first. All right, folks. This is the college football experience. Oklahoma Sooner style. You better start thinking about yours. And we out.